the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Like Bob on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Live. I'm telling you, folks, we are... Um we're living, we're living in a fallen culture. That's been the case since the Garden of Eden. I realize that. But we're also living in a culture of cowards, just cowards. This is happening all the time in the corporate world, the private world. Somebody says, well, this is what I believe, and I'm going to take a stand. And then they get a little resistance. Somebody complains. Oh, I'm sorry. Well, I, I, I really didn't mean that. Yeah, well, you know, just last week you said you meant that. Well, I know, but um, yeah. Uh, my beloved L.A. Dodgers. I say beloved. Uh, I grew up in Southern California, loved the Dodgers. Oh, my goodness. I had all their baseball cards. I I get sick thinking about what the baseball cards that I put on my bicycle. Some of you old enough to remember when you get a a clothespin, bend that baseball card on the back spokes, and you drove down the street, and it went click, 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 click. Yeah, oh, I, I did that. Oh, my goodness. I had baseball cards for all of the famous Dodgers, Sandy Koufax, Ron Fairley, Don Drysdale, Johnny Roseboro. Uh, I I had them all. I had the rookie cards, and they, I probably put them on my bicycle. Uh, grew up loving the Dodgers. My dad was a huge Dodgers fan, and we would sit around, listen to the game on the radio, watch it on TV. I actually remember, and I was very, very young, but I remember when the Dodgers came to L.A. from Brooklyn. Again, I was very young, but I remember it. It was a weird, bizarre thing. They went into a place called Chavez Ravine, and there was some weirdo religious cult up there, some guy that wrapped himself in a sheet and claimed to be the Messiah, and they wouldn't move, and they laid down in front of the bulldozers. And I remember all of that. And then my brother-in-law worked for a savings and loan, in Downey, California, and they had season box seats right at first base. I mean, right at first base. We just go. Anyway, uh, I have not actually followed the Dodgers for years. I've been in Ohio for 47 years, and, uh, you know, I still call myself a Dodger fan, but I haven't really followed them. Um, When they went to the World Series, yeah, I was rooting on my Dodgers. But I am so ashamed and embarrassed about the Dodger blue. Now, I was really proud of him just a few days ago, but not now. Here's, here's what happened. 
There is a group of drag queens, which, of course, you know are men dressing up like women. Uh, And they admit that they are a blasphemous, anti-Catholic drag group called the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. You may have heard of them. They're kind of famous. Uh, They have raised a lot of money for homosexual uh, organizations, HIV, and so forth. But they are blasphemous in the way they treat Christianity, the Catholic Church, and so forth. Uh, They are. Well, they were invited by the Los Angeles Dodgers to receive the Community Hero Award. I said earlier this morning that we presented the Community Impact Award to Barry Sheets. Well, the Dodgers every year have the Community Hero Award honorees, and they invited this blasphemous anti-Catholic drag group called the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence. Well, there was an immediate outcry. The Catholic Church, Catholics in general, conservatives, and just other people. What are you thinking? This is a family baseball game. Why in the world are you honoring drag queens who attack religion? And so there was a lot of outrage. And so the Dodgers said, ooh, ooh, that was a mistake. And they withdrew the invitation. And they released this statement. And I quote, after much thoughtful feedback, uh, wait a minute, I want to make sure. No, 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 wrong one, wrong one, wrong one. I'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, Let me see the statement. Okay, here is the statement when they disinvited them, okay? This is the official statement from the Dodger organization, and I quote, Given the strong feelings of people who have been offended by the sisters' inclusion in our evening and in an effort not to distract from the great benefits that we have seen over the years of Pride Night, we are deciding to remove them from this year's group of honorees. Uh, That statement was released by the Dodger organization on May 17th. Given strong feelings by people who have been offended by this group, we, uh, we've decided not to invite them. Well, then the gay mafia spoke up and threatened and threatened mean, vicious attacks, threats, and so forth. And so here is the statement that the Dodgers released uh, yesterday, I think. And I quote, After much thoughtful feedback from our diverse communities, honest conversations within the Los Angeles Dodgers organization, and generous discussions with the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, the Los Angeles Dodgers would like to offer our sincerest apologies to the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence, members of the LGBTQ plus IA community, and their friends and families. Not only did they re-extend the invitation, they groveled, they apologized, 
Now, now get this. They already admitted in their first state statement that the sisters of perpetual indulgence were offensive and offended religious people, particularly Catholics. They admitted that. And they said, well, because they're so offensive, you know, we thought maybe we shouldn't invite them because, well, they're, you know. So a few days later, the same organization apologizes to the people who are blaspheming Christ, Christianity, the Catholic Church, Christianity in general. They are apologizing to blasphemers. What? Yes. And um, they are going to be part of the Community Hero Award honorees. Drag queens? Heroes. Blasphemers? Heroes. Men dressed up in ridiculous female outfits? Heroes. These are the heroes? A group that is clearly sacrilegious? Or as one of my professors in college said, it's sacrilegious. (laughs) I'll never forget that. Sacrilegious. Um, and, and, and what in the world does this have to do with baseball and sports? No, I mean, that's an honest question. What in the world does any of this have to do with baseball? Men who are blaspheming Christianity, sacrilegious, dressing up in gaudy, outrageous female costumes— What does that have to do with baseball? And why would they be called heroes? The um, divide in our worldviews continues to grow wider and wider and wider. And it means we must not shrink back. We don't apologize for adhering to a biblical worldview. We don't apologize for standing for what's right and condemning things that are just clearly wrong. Can't do that. We can't be silent. Our silence is condoning, and we can't do that. Shame on my beloved Dodger Blue. Shame on them. All right, Uh, we're going to take a break, and then we'll be back. Hey, maybe you disagree with me. Maybe you agree. 877-BOB-LIVE. Follow Bob on Twitter at twitter.com slash Live. Well, I got a new hero, and I uh, neglected to mention him yesterday. William in Galena. William, if you are listening, I hope you are. Yesterday, William went online at thewordcolumbus.com and gave a very generous donation 
to world concern to rescue the dying, the starving in Somalia. William, thank you. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, If you were not listening Thursday and Friday of last week, I think I only mentioned it one time yesterday, but Thursday and Friday I came to you on behalf of World Concern. World Concern has been around for 68 years, and we are partnering with them through the rest of this week to literally rescue people from certain death in Somalia. Somalia is experiencing at least the worst drought in 40 years. Some are saying it is the worst drought in history. Last year alone, get this, 43,000 people died because of the drought, because of the famine. Now, other people died with heart attacks. This is just famine-related. These are people who starved to death. Have you ever studied death by starvation? 43,000 last year, and half of them were children five years of age and younger. And it's completely preventable. Just provide food. And uh, a $100 gift rescues an entire family from what would be certain death. That's not hyperbole. That's not exaggeration by any means. That's a real deal, folks. And um, so many of you have already given, but we need more. We need to rescue more families. You can go to thewordcolumbus.com right now, thewordcolumbus.com, and click on World Concern. I just pulled up the uh, report center, and uh, if you give, I'll be able to recognize you in the, just in a few minutes. Uh, William and Galena was our only participant yesterday, but I think I only mentioned it in passing once yesterday. I'm praying that many of you who have not had the opportunity yet to give would give today. The word Columbus.com. The word Columbus.com and click on World Concern. Now, I dealt with this last week, but I need to deal with it again. The elephant in the room, as I call it. Um, Somalia is not thought of very well by most Americans for a lot of reasons. Mogadishu, that horrible thing that happened with Americans in Mogadishu, uh, the Somali communities here in America who, well, let's just say they don't want to assimilate. They want to establish Somalia here in America. And that's not an exaggeration. Not all, but many of them do. They don't want they don't want to become Americans. They want to they want to develop Somalia here in America. And a lot of Americans resent them for that. Right, wrong? It's just true. Columbus, Ohio has the second largest Somali community in America. And so we are battling a public perception, sadly, of Somalians. But listen, if we follow Jesus, 
if we love Jesus, we put aside our personal feelings. These people are in Somalia. They have no plans to come to America. They're starving to death. Literally. And again, that's not some wild exaggeration. I encouraged the listeners last week, pull up your browser, your internet browser, and type in the words drought in Somalia. Just do that. Drought in Somalia. And begin reading. And if you're not heartbroken, if you're not heart sick, there's something wrong, folks. And we are rescuing these people in the name of Jesus. Somalia is a predominantly Muslim country. And world concern is winning people to Jesus because they are compassionate, saving them from death, unlike the Muslim community. So we have an opportunity to do something very, very, very Christ-like. And you'll see these people in heaven. All right. Uh, That may be the last time I mentioned it today, and it's the first time I've mentioned it. Uh, When we come back from the break, I've got an incredible story about a medical school professor from New York. you got to hear this story, and I'll have it for you as soon as we return. But I'm hoping and I'm praying that during this break, many of you will go to thewordcolumbus.com, click on World Concern, and give. I'm going to ask God that we have five people. Would you pray about it and ask God if you're to give? Every $100 rescues an entire family. If you can't, can't give 100 give 25 Maybe you could give a thousand. Maybe you could give more. Maybe you could give less. That's between you and God. The word Columbus.com, click on World Concern. And we'll be back. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.